Hi, everyone. Welcome to Kara's Cures, where we explore the cutting edge of wellness today. The American Heart Association is releasing new guidelines to keep us healthy, and sleep is now on that list. The list is actually called the Essential Eight, and I'm joined now by the American Heart Association president, Dr. Donald Lloyd-Jones. Welcome, doctor. Thanks for being with us. Hello, Kara. It's great to be with you. So this is important. You've really, uh, you've changed some things. And I want to know first, why was it so important to add sleep to prevent heart disease? Well, you're right. I mean, back in 2010, we first, the American Heart Association first defined what it takes to have optimal heart and brain health. And that was originally seven factors, including diet, physical activity, um, smoking, your body weight, your blood pressure, your blood sugar, and your cholesterol. And that's turned out to be a pretty robust construct. But as we looked at it, we understood that the science is now telling us that sleep is a really important and similarly important element to add to this. So we now call it Life's Essential Eight, um, and sleep health is the newest kid on the block. Um, And what we're recommending is that adults, most of the time, should be getting seven to nine hours of sleep per night in order to optimize their heart and brain health. Yeah, and I know a lot of us are not getting that. So seven to nine hours. Uh, are you hoping that when the American Heart Association ties this to heart and brain health, that people might actually sleep more? Well, we're certainly hoping that that's the case. You know, I, I think there are a lot of challenges out there in our society that, you know, kind of are pushing back against being able to get optimal optimal sleep quantity and quality. Um, you know, too many people have to work two or three jobs to make ends meet or work on the night shift. But if people can try to focus on this, it will help not only directly affect their heart and brain health, but also help with things like weight management or blood pressure or diabetes management as well. So this really does matter. Yeah, uh, there's an updated scoring now. It can be used for people ages two and older. So how do we figure out our score? Right. So uh, you're right. We also extended this down to Um, kids as early as age two, because I think what we understand is that those lifelong patterns of our habits, our health behaviors are really established very early in life. And we want to be able to measure it at the earliest stages so we can understand if kids are kind of falling off their trajectories, because we want to launch them as healthy as possible to have their best brain and heart health across the life course. Now, if people want to learn more about this, they can assess their own Life's Essential Aid score on the American Heart Association website at heart.org. So they'll answer some questions, get their cardiovascular health score, and then they can click through the great American Heart Association content that'll help them think about how they might improve their diet or their sleep or their physical activity or know their numbers and and improve their cholesterol or blood pressure, things like that. Yeah, so it's a great out of 100 points. I saw on the screen it gave an 80 over there. Is there an ideal, like what you want people to be above? Yeah. Well, you know, we love everybody to be right at 100, right? But uh, but that's not that easy. So what we're recommending is that we're calling high cardiovascular health any score of 80 and above. Um, anything between 50 and 79, we call moderate, and below 50 is low. And unfortunately, about 80% of Americans have low to moderate cardiovascular health scores, according to the latest uh, latest research. So we do have a lot of work to do. Yeah, and speaking of the sleep, it's so important, but we know a lot more about sleep. And it actually creates changes in your brain that can help solidify memories. So a lot of folks are feeling brain fog or they don't remember as well. Sleep can really help your memory, right? 
No, that's absolutely right. Sleep, sleep is so important because it's the time when our brain gets to reset, consolidate memories, as you said, but also it's critically important for your heart because that's the time of day. Remember, the heart's a muscle that is working 24-7, 365, but overnight is when the heart rate slows, the blood pressure tends to dip, your heart actually gets a chance to you know, rejuvenate itself, um, so it's important to give it that time so that it can do that. So obviously diet and exercise are still so important and there's so much confusion out there about the right kind of exercise, the right kind of diet. In general, let's start with exercise. What do you want people doing to have a healthy heart? Well, so what's really important to know is if you're doing nothing, do something. And if you're doing something, try to do a little bit more every day. And you know, it, typically that can be even just moderate exercise of a brisk walk, riding a bike, uh, swimming. Um, and, and it's important to get your heart rate up to kind of actually uh, get some aerobic exercise and try to do at least 30 minutes most days of the week. If you can then mix in a little bit of resistance training, so some body weight resistance or light weights, that actually will amplify the benefits of exercise too. So, you know, it's important to schedule this as part of your routine, just as you would schedule a Zoom meeting or, you know, some other thing in your, in your calendar. Give yourself time to do that physical activity every day. Yeah, and now of us uh, people who are working remotely, at least a lot of people feel like they have more time to walk so they can walk and that counts too, right? Oh, absolutely. Walking's great exercise. What about diet? We've heard Mediterranean diet. We've heard low carb. We've heard vegetarian. Is there, what do you recommend for a healthy heart? Yeah, you know, I, I think there's much less controversy here than, than some would have us believe. You know, the essential elements of a healthy eating pattern are focus on whole foods, things that look like food, especially fruits and vegetables. That should be the bulk of what fills you up. But then whole grains are also great for you. And also focusing on leaner proteins and low-fat dairy, all of these things are, you know, things that in the American food supply, you can actually hopefully get access to and learn how to have really delicious and healthful foods. Absolutely. Well, we want to thank you for your time. And I know some people, it's a great visual. They say if we just fill our plate with half fruits and vegetables and then the meat's more like a condiment and then a little bit of starch. So if we can just get more fruits and veggies, I know that'll make you happy. Makes a big difference. Absolutely. And if people want to learn more about Life's Essential 8, they can go to our website on the, uh, for the American Heart Association. And it's just simply heart.org. All right, doctor, thank you so much for being with us and sharing with us these new guidelines. Great to be with you. Thanks so much. Absolutely. And if you want to go back and listen to more uh, interviews on the cutting edge of wellness, you'll find them on WFSB Plus under Kara's Cures. You can also listen to the Kara's Cures podcast, uh, which is on your favorite, uh, your favorite podcast platform, wherever you like to listen to them. Uh, this is the new Essential 8. We'll have more of that coming up for you tonight on Eyewitness News starting at 4. And I'll see you for Eyewitness News at noon in just a bit. Have a great day.